We pick up on uh, 43b, uh, and now we start discussing uh, general prohibitions uh, that uh, come up really all over in Shas, some fundamental principles uh, that we are going to see uh, in the next duff and a bit. Amar Rabbi Abayu, Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Abayu said that Rabbi Yochanan said, Kol Isrim Sheba Torah, any forbidden substance in the Torah, Ein Hetzim Mitzterayf Lisur, uh, does not, uh, if you have a permitted thing, does not join together uh, with something that is uh, forbidden. Uh, except for uh, an Isur of Nazir, a forbidden thing that in Nazir is not allowed to eat. For example, uh, that Amrat uh, when the Torah mentions uh, that he's not allowed to eat uh, grapes, he says not allowed to have wine and uh, any type of uh, grape vinegar of wine or vinegar, etc., and anything soaked in grapes. So soaked in grapes. Uh, means that he's not. It's not just uh, the wine and uh, and grape vinegar that he's not allowed, uh, but any, even anything that has got uh, that has been soaked uh, in these things. Uziri uh, Amar Uziri also adds on af soor shall baltaktiru in terms of offering up any leavened item on the on the mizbeach. Uh, if you have to offer a minchap, uh, you have got uh, have to have uh, unleavened. Uh, cakes, you always have to, to have them unleavened um, because uh, the, there's a pasuk that says uh, and uh, because because or dvash the pasuk says that uh, honey and leaven are not allowed to be offered up on the uh, on the altar, so no chametz can be offered up on the altar uh, and and therefore so too the same way chametz adds eri is uh, prohibited even in a little bit. Come on, who does this go like Karebidiyaz? Uh, it goes like Rebbe as we saw yesterday, Darish call. Uh, when Rebbe says call, uh, it says even though it's a little bit uh, of uh, of the forbidden substance, it would be, uh, it, it is significant and not uh, battle, it's not nullified. The Gemara says, if that's the same case, surely the same thing should apply to Chameitz on Pesach, uh, that uh, also even a little bit of Chameitz should be uh, uh, prohibited. Uh, Yes, says the Gemara, uh, you are quite correct. Lafuke, midabai. The the reason uh, that we just talked about uh, sacrif- uh, using leaven on the mizbeach, uh, the schemates on the mizbeach, was only to exclude what Abaya had said. Damar, uh, he said, yesh haktera lebachot mikazait. In terms of even less uh, than a kezayat of chametz uh, uh, on the altar, uh, that is significant. So according to Abaya, you don't have to uh, add on. Uh, we, we had said that a forbidden substance uh, combines with a permitted substance. Uh, according to Abaya, you don't even need that. According to Abaya, even just uh, the forbidden substance, even if it's a, a small amount, less uh, than a kezayat, which is generally our standard minimum uh, amount that uh, you, you'd be liable for, uh, especially in terms of eating something, uh, that is uh, that is waived uh, in terms of the mizbech. Even a small amount of leaven is not allowed to be brought up on the mizbech. Uh, therefore, it teaches you Doctora lafochot mi kazait. That is to to go. That's a buyer's opinion. However, uh, what we are saying is Eri mentioned it. He says the the, the permitted substance combines uh, with the forbidden substance to teach us that he disagrees uh, with a buyer and. And uh, if you bring less than a kazayat uh, of uh, of something, even though it's got 
uh, forbidden uh, chametz inside of it, uh, you wouldn't be liable. Only if you bring a complete uh, kazait, even though not all of it is a kazait of chametz, uh, according to Ziri, would you be liable? Okay, Yatav Rav Dimi said and uh, discussed this principle uh, that uh, something that is permitted uh, doesn't join uh, with something that is forbidden, uh, except in the case of a Nazir, and as we've just seen, I suppose, in the case of chametz on the altar. And uh, says, It says, Is it really true that with all other uh, things in the Torah, prohibitions in the Torah, uh, something that is permitted doesn't combine with something that is forbidden? We learned in a Mishnah, If you have a, a, a thick soup or porridge of, uh, of truma, mainly uh, it's, it's all uh, of truma grain, Vashum, uh, and what they used to do in uh, the times of the Gomorrah, they used to add this garlic and this oil to this uh, soup or this porridge, uh, and uh, and therefore they are chulin. Uh, these spices are um, chulin. Uh, it says, Nagaba Tvulyom. And now a Tvulyom, a person who has a severe form of tumor but then has gone to the mikvah, uh, so he's got a vestige of, uh, of tumor remaining on him until the evening. Uh, what happens is if he touches a tumor, he messes it up. Uh, if he touches a tumor before nightfall, he messes it up. Uh, and therefore, and he touches it, uh, even a little bit uh, of it, uh, it says, Paso uh, Kuran. He has uh, messed up the whole mixture. He has uh, impurified uh, everything because they're all uh, defined. <coughs> it's all really, we look at it, uh, the, the main uh, thing over here is really uh, the truma uh, porridge or soup. Uh, and therefore, we say the, 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 the permitted substances, uh, the non, the chulin amount, uh, the chulin uh, garlic and oil are, are considered subordinate uh, to it so therefore they are subordinate and therefore he has messed up uh, this whole soup or this whole porridge uh, however uh, in the reverse case uh, if this uh, porridge uh, is uh, of chulin of or the soup is chulin uh, and uh, the, the garlic and the uh, oil are truma, uh, garlic and oil and the tfulyom touches a little bit of this uh, uh, this mixture uh, the soup uh, all that is messed up, uh, all he is disqualified there is uh, only the place uh, that he has touched uh, because uh, that actually it, you would think possibly that uh, it actually gets nullified uh, altogether because now actually the majority is chulin, uh, but it's very hard uh, to, to mess up uh, the truma. So we say we only, as a, as a rabbinical thing, uh, we say that, uh, that all he's messed up and all he's uh, impurified really is the part that he has touched. Okay, Ravina uh, and we asked about that. Um and that's exactly what we ask now. Uh, this place that he touched, uh, why is it defined as puzzle? Uh, and it says, Hi, Bitle, La Tavlin Berov. Surely the, uh, the, the, the truma spices are nullified by the majority of the uh, of, of this, uh, the rest of the items, either uh, porridge or the soup. Amarabachana, my time, what is the, the, the reason uh, for this? Well, Vizar uh, Lukach. 
loke alehim because that uh, a non kohen uh, gets lashed uh, for eating uh, an olive amount because I ate an olive amount of the soup uh, and therefore what do we see hechidami uh, the case is why what would he eat love mishum dehetim mitzaref leitzu and here we have the principle uh, in other areas of the Torah. Uh, that uh, you are that uh, the permitted uh, item gets combined uh, with a forbidden item uh, and, um, uh, and and joins it, uh, and therefore that is the uh, that, that's that's why he would uh, be lashed uh, for for such a thing. It, it, that's why it would be disqualified uh, for such a thing, and, and and he would be lashed for eating an olive amount. Uh, surely, because we say that is the uh, heter it misstarif leisur, and the Gemara says law. Not necessarily. My kazait. What does it mean, kazait? Deika kazait begdeachilat pras. What happens is, is that he means that he actually eats a much bigger amount uh, of uh, of the soup. Uh, or of the porridge, uh, an amount uh, equal so that uh, he eats a forbidden amount of the truma, uh, an amount of a kazait uh, within kadeh chilat pras is uh, the amount of time taken to eat uh, a half a loaf of bread. Uh, it's uh, we always we have this many times in the Gemara uh, talking about uh, this this uh, principle, and really what we have uh, is uh, a discussion uh, many times it comes up with matzah, uh, it comes. Up with, uh, with all sorts of things, how much food you have to eat uh, in, in, in a specific time period in order to bench. Uh, so it comes up very often in halakha, and we've uh, on a practical level we say somewhere between two and nine minutes uh, is the actual uh, amount of time that you've uh, got to that, that that's defined as uh, as eating. Otherwise, uh, it's nothing. We don't even say it is actually eating, uh, and that's what we say uh, in in this specific instance is that uh, you must have eaten a fair amount of this porridge uh, so much so that you had enough of uh, of the truma spices kazait uh, uh, worth of the truma spices and that's why uh, it will you will would get uh, lashed for such a thing uh, and uh, now Abai asks about this uh, are you saying that this kazait uh, an olive amount in the amount of time it takes you to eat half a loaf uh, it uh, is a Dorita principle from the Torah is uh, in he says in yes I agree uh, that it is such a case Ihaki says if that is the case am I pligi rabanan but if that is the case and it is a Dorita thing we're going to get a number of challenges the first one uh, why do the rabbis argue with Rebeliezer in terms of Kutak uh, something we had discussed uh, yesterday and uh, we said uh, if it's uh, um you know, we, we, we talked about the word call and we said if it's mixture, you know, it's, uh, it's in a mixture. Uh, we had that yesterday and uh, said, listen, uh, you'd be liable for eating uh, a kazayat of it. Uh, and, uh, and, and and therefore, if it's, um, you know, you'd, uh, the rabbi say, uh, y- sorry, the rabbi said yesterday uh, that uh, you, you wouldn't be uh, liable uh, from the Torah for eating something for a mixture, uh, tarovit of uh, chametz. Uh, and, uh, and that's what we, you know, and, and, uh, and we don't learn enough from call. So therefore, um, 
surely what uh, we should we should say as uh, you, you would be uh, liable for that uh, therefore what do we say Elamai and uh, we say that uh, the Heter uh, <coughs> we say that uh, it is this principle that we've been dealing with now the reason that you'd be uh, liable for it uh, is because the f- permitted bit uh, combines with the forbidden bit uh, so still we haven't got an answer uh, in terms of this you know why do the rabbis argue with uh, Rebeliezer in terms of uh, surely what um, uh, we should say uh, that it, you should be liable uh, for that and with the Gomorrah answers no Ella Hanach leave Kutakabavli out it's not a good model why delayed by Kazite because there is not a Kazite amount that you eat uh, within this time period uh, it's a very sharp dip and uh, as we mentioned yesterday bad for your eyes bad for your heart uh, and uh, things like that uh, and, and therefore uh, it's not it's not good uh, for you I think this was actually the day before as well uh, when we started off the, the chapter with Kutaka uh, Bavli, we say that uh, you, you won't eat uh, a kazayat of it. And if uh, somehow, uh, if you if you do manage uh, to eat it, uh, and you know by by swallowing it uh, neat, uh, as it were, and and, and gulping it down, uh, and therefore you do manage to eat the kazayat uh, uh, within that time period. But la data etukolatam, that is totally abnormal uh, thing to do. It's a very strong, uh, sharp, uh, pungent uh, thing, and therefore uh, it is uh, abnormal to do such a thing, and 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 therefore that your your uh, way of behaving is considered abnormal and uh, can't act as a uh, any um, uh, a way of acting for other people uh, as well. So we don't will say that's a strange thing to do, and uh, it's not normal. All right. Um, and if you just uh, dip the food into the kutach and eat it, uh, then it's exactly what we said before. That's a normal way of eating it. So if you eat it in a normal way, you are not uh, going to consume uh, that amount, uh, the requisite amount, uh, within the proper uh, period of time. Uh, and, and therefore, Kutaka Bavli uh, is an exception. Again, Aitva, uh, 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 again, Abai asks a question. Shtei uh, Kedairot. Uh, if you've got two different pots, Echatcha, Kulin, Vechatcha, Truma, one pot of Kulin and one of Truma, Lifnaim, Shtei, Muduchot, and, and uh, there's mortars in front of them which you crush spices, Echatcha, Kulin, Vechatcha, Truma, one is made of Kulin, uh, one has got Kulin inside it, Kulin spices, one has got uh, Truma spices, Nafal, Elu, Betoch, Elu, and the one falls into the other. We say mutarin. Uh, it is permitted to eat uh, both of them. Why? Because you make the following assumption. Shani Omer, we assume truma latoch truma nafla, v'kulin latoch kulin nafla. Uh, really, what do we say is that uh, we assume uh, that the truma falls into the truma and the uh, the chulin falls into the chulin, and there's no mixtures. That's not medume, uh, as we often call it. 
In other words, uh, we say uh, that uh, we assume uh, that uh, it's still edible. So therefore, However, if this principle of eating this amount uh, is a dorata principle from the Torah, uh, then surely we should be strict. Why do we assume that the truma fell into the truma and the kulin fell into the kulin? Uh, surely you should be strict. I'm uh, alive, and and uh, and therefore, because if it's a dorata principle, we always know suffix dorata lekumra. We go strictly when it comes to uh, Torah law, and therefore, uh, you know, surely you should assume the probability that the truma fell into the kulin and vice versa. Uh, and the Gemara's answer: I'm alive. Hanach le truma tavlin drabanan. No spices is not uh, truma dorata. Uh, it, it definitely uh, the only real things that are truma dorata according to uh, a number of Rishonim are the fact that it uh, is um, uh, grain, wine and oil uh, those are the only things uh, on a dorata level that are considered uh, truma uh, and uh, anything else uh, there is some discussion uh, about fruit and stuff but everyone agrees for example vegetables and, and spices uh, as well are definitely only rabbinical uh, truma so therefore these spices are rabbinical the Gemara tries again or Abaya tries again a uh, very similar kind of brata uh, truma two baskets one of chulin and one of truma and there's two sayers amount of of uh, grain in front of the kulin the truma one's kulin one's truma and uh, and uh, they, they fell in uh, what do you do mutarin uh, we say they are mutar again because you make the following assumption shneomer kulin the kulin naflu truma the tok truma nafla we say that uh, the truma fell into the truma and the kulin fell into the kulin uh, again uh, the same kind of uh, uh, logic. Um, if you say that kazait, uh, if you eat an amount of a kazait, pras in that time period is a dorata thing. Uh, what right do you have? Surely you have to be strict. Uh, what right do you have? shani Why do you make that assumption that the truma fell into the truma? Surely you have to take the uh, 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 the, the the chance, or you have to uh, entertain the possibility that it actually went the other way around, and as a result uh, that. Uh, uh, you uh, you have to be strict uh, for, because it's a Torah thing. Uh, so uh, th- that is the question. You can't just dismiss this and say no spices are rabbinical because it's, we have here the grain uh, in terms of that. So the answer is now Amalei Hanach Truma Leave out Truma because Truma these days is Dravanan uh, after the destruction of the temple uh, and uh, we are exiled etc. Uh, that uh, it only is a rabbinical law uh, to keep a truma and and therefore uh, it's, it's not a derived thing so therefore we can uh, assume that we can say a machloket when it, uh, I mean a suffix uh, is a drabanan uh, we are lenient uh, in terms of that okay uh, and uh, so, so see we, we had, had three different challenges uh, to the principle of a kataya okay behind mishrat 
Lahi Kud Atta. Is it really true that what Rav Abayi said that in terms of the word Mishrat, he says, you know, mixture of things. And the Gemara says, Lahi Kud Atta. Is it really so that it comes for this? Hi, Mibale Lekletani. Surely we need this word Mishrat to teach us the following. The Kletani, the Brata says, Mishrat Leten Time Ikar. We actually have uh, another big principle, uh, not Hetzir Mistarev Lesu. Now we have another uh, big principle that we have, and also Kedachila Pras, that, you know, also a huge principle. Uh, and now we have another principle. Uh, what is that? Tam Kikar. Okay, uh, Tam Kikar means uh, that even though. Um, there is a just a taste uh, of uh, of uh, something inside uh, something else uh, it is uh, defined as uh, uh, it's forbidden as if it was uh, the actual thing itself time the just the taste of it is uh, is like the ikar like the the main part of it so even though you've just got the taste in it there's no uh, actual substance uh, to the um uh, uh, the actual item uh, inside it, just the taste uh, that is defined as good enough or bad enough, uh, in other words, to give it uh, uh, a, a status, a specific status. Okay, uh, what does that mean? Shim shara anavim b'mayim. So what, what you do is, for example, uh, the food uh, that will absorb uh, something prohibited uh, and uh, and make the item prohibited. For example, uh, if you soaked anavim b'mayim, if you soak grapes in water, v'yash uh, behin time yarn, and now just, even though it's water, you remove the grapes, uh, and, and all that's left is pure water, but it's got the taste of wine. Chayev uh, and Nazi would be forbidden uh, to drink this because uh, the, the taste is like the actual substance itself. Tam ke'ikar. Okay, uh, so that's what we use Mishrat for. Amitana tadan And from this we learn uh, and we, we derive out uh, to the rest of the Torah. And we say that a Nazir uh, whose prohibition is not an everlasting prohibition, just for a, a certain period of time. Uh, and it's not that he can't get benefits uh, from uh, from something, it just means he can't eat, uh, for example, uh, grapes. Uh, and uh, and also um, he, he there is a some way that he can make it hetter. I he can ask a sage and the sage can release him from his uh, a vow of nizirut. Uh, so is there there is a way out for him? Asad bore And even though there are all these leniencies with Nazir. Um, we still say uh, that uh, the taste is like the actual substance itself. Uh, Kilaim, for example, uh, is, is one uh, place where you have a mixture of, let's say, wool and linen. olam, that is totally always forbidden. And it is a prohibition of getting benefit from it. And there's no way it's going to... Uh, you know, it, it's uh, uh, going to. Um, uh, it, it, there is no. Uh, sorry, I don't know about uh, Kilaim. Actually, this is a. Uh, um, in terms of uh, Kilaim, so, sorry, what, what we're talking about here, uh, we, we are talking about. Um, yeah, sorry, we are talking about Kilaim, for example, uh, 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 this. Um, uh, 
uh, grapes in a vineyard uh, and uh, so, so, that are mixed with vegetables in a vineyard and also shutnets as well uh, so, so it's a forbidden thing and uh, it, 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 you're not allowed to get benefit from it that was really the beginning of the second chapter we were talked even though it says not eating you can't get benefit from it and there's no way out it's not that uh, you can say oh uh, now nah, you know in certain limited instances I'd be allowed uh, to use this uh, kilayim uh, this mixture of wool and linen we don't say that uh, and all of these things uh, and you know surely uh, the principle of time kikar uh, would apply uh, to that and so too says mentions of more by the way uh, the same thing is orla where you have a fruit growing on a tree in the first three years uh, on two out of the three instances over there even though it's not uh, one that will be everlasting because after three years uh, you can uh, eat uh, the, the fruit uh, but you can't benefit uh, from it and uh, and also there's no way out uh, it's not like they'll become pre- permitted uh, the first three year fruit uh, becomes permitted at a point in time no uh, even though the tree is now able to be used and you might keep the fruit you might think it becomes bene- uh, able to benefit from you say no uh, that is not uh, the case all right so time should also apply uh, to to these things and therefore uh, if nazir which is quite a weak uh, prohibition because it's got these um, leniencies. Uh, still, Tamkeker applies, surely, in more stringent areas, it should definitely apply. Umar says, hi, Mani. Uh, so, in other words, so, so what are we saying about that? Uh, so, we say this whole issue is a problem for Rabbi Yochanan, uh, who said before that uh, he learns it out from Mishrat. But if you see that uh, teacher Tam Kekar, so, hi, Mani, who does this uh, go like? Uh, Rabban and he. We say, uh, Rabba, that's the Rabbans. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Akiva. However, Rabbi Yochanan uh, says that uh, um, the, the Heter commands with Isur, he holds like the opinion of Rabbi Akiva. So now the Gemara says, which opinion of Rabbi Kiva? Hi, Rabbi Akiva. Ilam Rabbi Akiva demandlitan. If there is Rabbi Akiva, as per the following Mishnah, did none, as we learned in the Mishnah, Rabbi Akiva may nazir shashara pitor biyan. Nazir soaks his bread in wine. It says v'yashbo b'tzarev k'day kazait, and and, and uh, there's enough uh, bread wine combination to join together to become a kazait chayev. Uh, you are he is liable uh, for that. You might and if you put me. And uh, in, and how do you know uh, that it's you know the, the, so that's so we'd say maybe he learns it from there. The Gemara answers. I mean the uh, the Gemara says no, not necessarily. Why? Maybe pat umi yain. How do you know it's uh, bread and wine mixed together to form a kazayat? Maybe dilma biyain lechuda. Maybe there's just a, a kazayat amount of wine. Uh, and interesting why it calls a kazayat. Normally we measure a vet, but anyway, uh, that is uh, you know maybe we just measure it from the wine by itself. Uh, the Gemara says, continuing, it says, if it's from wine by itself, well, then you would say, surely that is obvious uh, that, uh, you know, Nazi is not allowed to drink uh, wine. Hi, Kamash Milan, this is what is coming to teach us. Uh, even though it's in a mixture, uh, you'd still be liable for eating it or drinking it in this case. So, in, you know, we haven't. Uh, you know, uh, gone any further. This this can't be Rabbi Akiva's proof because it could be uh, deflected. Uh, all right. So therefore, Ella. 
Rabbi Akiva de Brata, there's Rabbi Akiva as per the following Brata. Uh, what is that? Uh, the Tanya, as we learned in the Brata, Rabbi Akiva or Omer, Rabbi Akiva says, Nazu, Shishra Pitobiyan, and Nazu that soaks his bread in wine, Bechal Kazayat, Mipat Umiyan, Chayev. He says if he eats an olive amount uh, of the bread and the wine, uh, he is liable. So we see that is a, a perfect thing of he, uh, the Hetir uh, combining uh, with the Isur uh, you know, and, and, and saying that it is forbidden. Okay, obviously, if it was an amount of wine, well, then, uh, then, then you wouldn't need to say it. But yeah, it talks about the bread and uh, mixing with the wine. Right, uh, Rabbi Akiva, Tam Ge'ekuminale. So if, if that is the case, so where does Rabbi Akiva then uh, learn from uh, Tam Ge'ekar? The, the taste is the, like the substance itself. Yalef, Mibasav Chalav. He learns it out from milk and meat. Uh, he says, uh, love, uh, in, in that case, there's uh, love, timer, baal mahu. Really, there's just the taste when you cook a milk and meat, uh, there is just the taste uh, of it. Uh, and, you know, you could even, uh, um, you know, have, have some boiling milk or whatever the case is, and uh, you drop uh, the meat in. You can remove the meat uh, straight away, but if you leave it uh, in there and it imparts taste, uh, then it is forbidden as milk and meat. Hud asur hachanami loshna. You know, it's just the taste of the milk that's in the meat, or the taste of the meat is in the milk, whatever, and still um, it is uh, forbidden. So the same thing here. The same uh, principle would apply. For uh, the rabbis say, and we besavachalav logamrinan dekidushu. We say that uh, meat and milk. Uh, is a Kiddush, as uh, the Gemara is going to point out. That's a novelty, uh, and therefore you can't derive laws from there. It's just uh, it's very, uh, th- there's some uh, extra special laws uh, in terms of meat and milk, and therefore you can't use it as a prototype, uh, as a Kiddush. It's a, a novelty. Umayar Kiddush, what is this Kiddush? Ilayma dahai l'chudai, bahai l'chudai, shari. We say milk is permissible by itself, meat is permissible by itself. Bahada hadadai asur, and then together uh, they are asu. Uh, that is not such a novelty. Why? Kilaim nami, the same thing uh, in terms of kilaim. Uh, you can have a vineyard and you can have grapes from the vineyard and then you can have uh, vegetables on the other side uh, as well. And uh, each of them uh, would individually be allowed. Uh, both of them would be permitted uh, if you had them by themselves. But when they are together, uh, they are forbidden. Okay, so uh, that's not uh, that's not the Kiddush. Uh, what happens is if you soak the meat uh, the whole day in the milk, uh, Shari, it, uh, the Torah would actually allow you to do it. Rabbinically, obviously, wouldn't allow you to do it. Uh, but, uh, you know, you're not allowed to cook uh, the meat in its mother's milk. And here, there's no cooking. Yes, there's been soaking uh, and stuff. So, therefore, uh, the meat would have absorbed uh, some of the taste of the milk. However, Mishalei Bishulei Asur, and if you cooked it, even for a little bit of time, uh, the whole thing would be asur on a dorata level. Uh, so therefore, we see that you could soak it the whole day, but cooking it for two minutes uh, is enough to, to, to mess it up. So that, that's a Kiddush. It's a strong of anomalous uh, law. It's a, it's, a, it's a strange law, and therefore, 
Maybe we'd say you can't learn out from there. The Gemara says, surely uh, Rabbi Akiva Nami, Rabbi Akiva would agree. Uh, he would really also agree uh, that it is a Chiddush. Uh, therefore, we're looking again for Rabbi Akiva. Uh, he learns it out from uh, uh, in terms of the the. Uh, we have to the forbidden flavors uh, in the Midianite pots uh, that. Um, um that, uh, that that were captured in the war uh, Moshe uh, they, they bring them home and Moshe tells them uh, well, I think Elie- Eliezer uh, has to end up telling them uh, about the laws of cashing the pots uh, and any pot that has gone through fire uh, any any pot that has been used for cooking uh, has to go through fire to burn it out uh, it says uh, and therefore what are we talking about here it says it has to be burned in fire before it's used by a Jew and we say uh, sure that uh, all that's inside it, uh, these pots, is uh, a tam, uh, just a flavor. Flavor batam ba'almuhu. Uh, there's no, you know, there's no pork uh, in the pot. It's just the taste of pork uh, that was uh, cooked in there a little while ago. So therefore, it's uh, there's no. It's only a taste of asur, and, uh, and therefore it's asur hachinami lo shna. So so too uh, in the case of the general prohibition uh, of it is to say that uh, um, uh, the same thing really applies. Uh, in all of these things, that the, the taste is like the forbidden substance itself. And the Gemara says, Rabbanan, uh, So the rabbis, what do they do with that? Uh, they say uh, that is also a Kiddush. Uh, the, the principle of uh, this, these uh, cashing these pots is also a Kiddush. Why? Normally, what we say is that if a pot uh, has got um, some flavor inside of it uh, that goes off uh, it messes up uh, the food it, it, it makes it uh, gives it a, a, a rancid taste uh, and therefore it, it, it makes it uh, tainted and as a result uh, we say that it would be fine uh, we learn it out from a novella uh, that a novella is not allowed to be eat, eaten but uh, it's uh, you know it's uh, we, we are allowed to get benefits uh, from it so so too uh, in terms of that Asur, uh, also with here in um, you know making these things um, uh, kosher, uh, we have to pass them through fire. Uh, you know, even if it seems that even if 24 hours has gone past, uh, that you still it's going to give off a, a horrible taste uh, to the pots. Uh, okay, and and uh, and still they they're not allowed to do it, even though uh, normally we say notain time uh, gum disappears after 24 hours. Uh, so we bounce back. Rabbi Akiva Kedarav Chia Berayderav Huna and Rabbi Akiva who learns this out, uh, you know, in terms of that, how does he respond to that? He he says he holds like the principle of Rav Kiyah, the son of Rav Huna, Damar, who says, Lo Ashra Torah, Ela Bachuma. He says actually uh, those those things that were permit, uh, uh, prohibited were only um, uh, things that had actually been used that day, I within uh, 24 hours. Bachuma, Hilchach Tam Nivgam, who he says therefore they are not giving out a, uh, a disgusting rancid taste, uh, they still are giving out a good taste. Uh, it only starts going off, uh, as it were, some 24 hours uh, later. And he says this was done during that day, uh, and, and therefore it was still cooked in there, so it's still got a nice taste. Uh, Rabbanan, going back to them, 
uh, we say Kedera Bachuma Nami Lo Efshar. He says no, even in that uh, that thing, the law Pagama Purta. Uh, the rabbis say uh, no, it is a uh, an immediate uh, process. They say as you uh, start using the pot, uh, then it actually starts giving off this forbidden taste. I mean this um, uh, off taste, uh, this uh, uh, rancid taste, and that happens uh, immediately after you start cooking. Uh, yes, it, it might only be a little bit, and then it takes 24 hours uh, for it all uh, to, to become uh, rancid, but uh, even the little bit, uh, it will become rancid enough uh, to, uh, to, to impart uh, this uh, bad taste. So even a little bit of bad taste is enough in terms of the rabbis. Okay. Uh, we will leave it there, uh, a little bit mid-sugya, but uh, that is uh, it's a good place to stop, uh, and, uh, and we'll pick up tomorrow. Everyone should have a great day.